Hi friends, I'm super excited to announce that I am going to be speaking at the Health Optimization Summit in London this June 15th and 16th. I will be talking about balancing hormones, health and hustle for high achieving women. And I'm also going to be hosting a menopause panel with Dr. Mindy Pels and Dr. Stephanie Estima. So if you haven't got your ticket yet, then head over to summit.healthoptimization.com. And if you enter code ANGELA10, you'll get 10% off your ticket. There are so many amazing experts this year, uh, including Ben Greenville, Dr. Mindy Pels, Dr. Stephanie Estima, as I've mentioned, Dr. Stephen Gundry, JJ Virgin, many of whom have actually been on this show. So head over to summit.healthoptimization.com and enter code ANGELA10 at checkout and be sure to come over and say hi. I'm going to be hosting one of the stages at the Health Optimization Summit in London on the 17th and 18th of June. And I would love to see you there. It is Europe's biggest and best health optimization event covering all angles of health. We're talking nutrition, longevity, fitness, biohacking, and much more. If you'd like to join me at the summit, head over to angelafoster.me forward slash H-O-S. That's A-N-G-E-L-A. F O S T E R dot M E forward slash H O S and enter coupon code Angela 10 to save 10% off your ticket and definitely come and say hi. I would love to connect with you there. The exercise for me at this point is so much more about the mental well being and the mental clarity and the energy that I get from it than it is to compete anymore. Hi friends, um, I think one of the best productivity hacks I've found is actually to move my body before I do any kind of deep or productive work that I want to do. Somehow just that movement increases obviously the blood flow, but it just gets my mind into a sort of more orderly um, and also creative sphere. Uh, so it's a little hack that I, that I tend to use. And interestingly, I'm sharing a bite-sized clip today from my interview with Eric Hinman, the uh, multiple times a triathlete, uh, hugely successful in the sport, and he's since moved on to other forms of exercise. But in this little clip, we discuss the things that we do to really enhance productivity, creativity, and flow. I thought it'd be valuable for you. So enjoy this little clip. How do you slot your work in and around all the things that you're doing from a fitness, longevity, and recovery perspective? Yeah. So, I mean, my day is... Uh plan, prepare, execute. That's kind of how I think of it. So in the morning when I wake up, I'm planning out my day. So what content I need to create, looking to see what podcasts I have that day um, and coming up with just creative concepts for for the day. Um, And then I schedule all cognitive tasks after workouts or after recovery sessions, because I know that's when my brain is going to be firing on all cylinders. So uh, my work blocks are generally from 1030 until about 12 or 1230. And then around 230 until four. And then sometimes I do a little bit in the evenings as well after that recovery routine. So two to three cognitive blocks ranging from 60 to 90 minutes each day. And um, those cognitive blocks are reserved for creating content, doing podcasts, connecting people. That's a big part of my day is just connecting like-minded people or helping brands build their ambassador programs. So yeah, again, the, the exercise for me at this point is so much more about 
the mental well-being and the mental clarity and the energy that I get from it than it is to compete anymore. Um, and I think that's, uh, I think that's something that a lot of people from the outside may not realize for people in the fitness industry that so many of us are doing it for the feeling much more than for the look or the aesthetic that you're getting from the workouts. Um, and then as far as, you know, work life balance, I've been able to blend my life with my work. Um, you know, I only work with brands that align with my values. I only work with brands whose products and services, um, I can, I, I enjoy using and can inter intertwine into my day. And I generally only work with brands where I've been able to develop a really good relationship with the executive team or the founder of the company. Um, I'm big on relationships and, you know, I, I just feel like, I want to provide value for anyone I'm doing stuff with. And I don't want to, I don't want it to just feel transactionary. So I really value relationships with anyone that I'm, that I'm working with. Um, so for me, yeah, I mean, trading time for money is basically doing exactly what I would be doing every single day if I wasn't making any money doing it. I love that. It's the same for me. I just think the values are so, so important. And also what you said there around um, fitness, you know, the, the aesthetics and everything else and the fitness side of it the, the health is almost like a side effect of everything that you get from doing it because you get so many mental clarity benefits you get so much motivation you get those natural endorphins serotonin everything you're speaking about and I'm the same as you I feel like I'm so much more productive because I go to the gym first thing before I take my kids from school it's the first thing I do when I wake up and what I found is I can skip a day because you have to I'm not going to exercise seven days a week 365 days a year so today was one of my days off and I went for a kind of faster dog walk with uh, my eldest son. And uh, I am itching to get back into it tomorrow. I, I can yeah. hold over and have that productivity for a day, but then it just, yeah, it just becomes part of your life, doesn't it? It sure does. And, you know, I think you, you also touched on a good point of, you know, listen to your body first and foremost. You know, if you're not feeling it, you know, then that's probably a good day to really back off and just go for a walk or go for a hike. And, you know, also, I, I think it's important to balance the excitement component of it. So for me, I'm excited every single day I go to the gym. And, and just like you, the two days that I take off from the gym are really necessary mentally to be able to get back in and be super excited about that workout. And for the same reason, I vary the, the zone two work. You know, one day might be mountain biking, one day might be trail running, one day might be rucking. And I continually look forward to it where, you know, in my Ironman days, I'm so glad that I lived that chapter, but it definitely got to a point where 80% of the time I was kind of dreading the workout because it was so monotonous and it was so much of the same. Um, and there was so little variety. So you know, again, glad I wrote that chapter. I would not discourage anyone from doing an Ironman. I think it's it's going to teach you so many valuable life lessons. But, you know, ultimately, from a longevity standpoint of doing this, I think it's important to vary it some so that the stoke remains high. Agree. I guess my last question would be mindset. To, to do that many Ironmans, you've got to have a very, very empowering mindset. You've got to have a lot of grit. Uh, what would you say would be your top tips around mindset? What have you found in terms of strategies? I mean, obviously, super high energy, super positive outlook. Um, but what can you share that can help people really kind of maybe people have set themselves a goal this year of doing something that takes them beyond, you know, helps them step into their future self? What would your advice be? 
Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, I think it's important that you enjoy the journey and that you look forward to it each and every day and that it's not just a checklist item. Um, you know, for me, what I'm doing is never a checklist item. I truly enjoy the workouts that I do every single day and they're hard, you know, no doubt in the moment there's times where I'm like, God, this hurts. But I, I, I look forward to that in a weird way because I, I seek progress. I just, I love progress. Progress makes me happy and I get progress from accomplishing all of those things I accomplish each day. Um, and then, I mean, as far as the Ironman, like I had tremendous purpose during those years of, um, doing it for myself to prove that I could, you know, be a high level athlete and make the Ironman world championships. So for me, I mean, all of my training sessions, I was really visualizing being at the Ironman world championships and being amongst those best Ironman athletes in the world. And that pushed me to do it for five years and to be able to compete in Kona, um, two years, uh, but, you know, ultimately it came back to the feeling of, um, you know, once that wore away, once I accomplished my goals within the sport, I had to figure out why I was continuing to do it. And that was because of the, the feeling that I got from it every single day. Um, and it, it was for me, it was soul fulfilling. It made me happy. So I think it's important to, to do this for you, not do it for others, not do it because someone's telling you, you should do it like doing it because you feel like the best version of yourself with your routine that you have every day. I love that. I love that. Any books that you would recommend that you've read that have inspired you on your journey? Um, yeah, there's a lot. I really like Ryan Holiday's books. Um, Stillness is the key. Um, what else? The obstacle is the way. I, I, uh, I don't really think of setting goals. I think more of uh, putting obstacles in my life. You know, whether it's an Ironman or doing the Leadville 100, I like having obstacles because it makes me live my days purposefully and execute each day in order to overcome that obstacle. So I, I like his his readings. Um, from a relationship standpoint, I really like Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Um, Tim Ferriss puts out great content. Gary Vaynerchuk, from a branding perspective, great content. Alex Hermosi. Um, I tend to listen to more podcasts now than anything. Andrew Huberman has incredible content. Um, so typically that's where I'm, I'm getting my, uh, my knowledge from, is from listening to podcasts or just generally talking to people, having those sauna sessions every day, the unique people that pass through, like mm -hmm. that's where I learn a lot is just from those conversations with people. I don't read or listen to the news in the, in the traditional uh, sense. I feel like it's very negative. So I really curate where my information comes from. Thank you for listening to today's show and for your interest in health optimization for high performance. If you're new to my podcast, you may be interested to know that you can get a free health score and report complete with personalized recommendations on how to optimize your sleep, nutrition, fitness, and resilience in the top link in the show notes below. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Links to everything we talked about are also in the show notes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe for more.